You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show, Canada's most listened to spiritual talk back program. American woman gonna mess your mind. Well, you know, I, I still haven't quite figured out how to explain Diane Cannon to, to people. I mean, you know her from a lot of things. So let's run through. Uh, Judge Jennifer Whipper Cone on the hit TV show Alan McBeal. The love interest in the Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon movie Out to Sea. Oscar-nominated role in 1969 pop culture classic Bob and Carol, Ted and Alice. Oscar-nominated role in Heaven Can Wait. But maybe the best way to describe Diane is that gorgeous woman with the crazy laugh who used to be married to Hollywood legend Cary Grant, but now she loves Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Diane Cannon. Hi, Diane. How you doing, Drew? I'm doing great. How are you? Where are you right now? You sound like you're on the move or you're you're somewhere portable. <laughs> well, I, I am. I'm walking down the street, but uh, in about two minutes, I'll be stable. <laughs> Diane, you, Diane, you will never be stable. We all know that. Come on. <laughs> listen, the first... What, what's going on, Drew? What's going on in your life? I want to know. No, listen, I knew you were going to do this right away. I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I am interviewing you. Um, the... <laughs> the first, the first thing I gotta say is happy birthday, Diane Cannon. Thank you. How did you celebrate we, your birthday? I want to know. Did you? Did you? Uh, oh, we haven't stopped. <laughs> oh, gee, I can we imagine. We haven't stopped. I have friends taking me out next week. It's the continuation. You know, Drew, I've come to idea to understand that that a birthday is really celebrating the birth of new ideas. Because if we pass into another year without without um, taking a few things that we haven't understood and pondering them until we do, it doesn't make much sense to me. So I make it a continuous celebration of the birth of new ideas. And one of the things I've always thought about birth dates is that if you celebrate a birth date, then you have a death date to celebrate. So I just celebrate every day. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. Uh, you, I saw you on my um, on my television set at home. I saw you on TMZ, and I thought, oh, no, what, what's TMZ going to say about my friend? I love Diane. Don't be messing with my Diane. And they absolutely fawned over you. They said so many beautiful things about you. Basically, they said you were smoking hot. Are you okay with that? I, I love that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I concur. I mean, you know. Um, now, they, um, they're, they're very good to me. They are. You know? They, they uh, showed some classic shots of you, and I got to say, you, I don't know where you shop, uh, but uh, you know how to how to put an ensemble together. I'm just saying, you are really one of the classiest looking women I have ever seen in my life. Oh, Drew, you are so sweet to me. Thank you so much. Um, well, I don't know where you've been then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't get out much. Sorry. <laughs> um, now, listen, uh, how are the Lakers doing? How are the boys doing? Well, we beat the Clippers the other night. That was a big, big game. The Clippers came. They thought they were going to wipe the floor with us. And I don't know if are you up on the Lakers and and what's going on with them? Do you keep track? No, I I, I don't really I don't care. I don't care, but I I know you care. Okay. So I I, well, I care I, because I, you I care. I won't go into I won't go into the thing I was going to go into with it. But to answer your question, they're doing just great. Good. I'm I glad. mean, they, they they had a rough time, but let me tell you, they all do. Jews, 
these guys that own the teams are making it a 60-game season, or how many games, so I don't know if that count is accurate, but because we were on lockout, they're, they're, they're testing these guys to the limit. The, the basketball that we're seeing isn't the greatest because these guys play, they get on a plane, they travel, they come back, hmm. they play, they travel. It's crazy. Their schedule, and you see it. You see it with all the players. You, you it's know, just not there, but the owners are trying to make their money. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I think would help your Lakers is if you if you showed up before every game with with the, just a big plate of those brownies that you made for me when I was over there. Those were unbelievable. Oh, don't you know about me and the, and the brownies and the Lakers? Uh, I, is there a story behind this? Oh my gosh, yes. This is J.C. and Matilda. They're saying hello to you. Oh, hello. Uh, my, my two little chihuahuas. Oh, yeah. I, every game that I go to, the Lakers, first the valet when they get out of the car, then the sports announcers, then the Lakers, and on Sunday, Dr. Buss, who owns the team because he's on a diet. But uh, every game, I'll walk into Staples Center and I'll hear from the second balcony, Diane, will you pass your brownies up here? <laughs> yeah. Wow, and that's just Jack Nicholson saying that. <laughs> right. right. No, Jack's on the floor. Um, yeah. Now, listen, I, 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 really, I would love to know how Get Your Love On is going. Oh, it's so wonderful. As a matter of fact, when we finish talking, I'm heading to CBS Studios. It's changed, Drew. It started out to be... You know, I did a thing called Dogs Parties on the CBS lot for about seven years. And then when September 11th happened, um, the public were no longer allowed on the lot, unfortunately. So I, I took Dogs Parties elsewhere. And then I started this thing called Get Your Love On. I am now back on the CBS lot. But what we're doing is we audition kids between the ages of 8 and 18 who sing, dance, rap, write sketches, whatever it is. And then the other Saturday night a month, we celebrate the power of love and these kids perform. But more than that, we have roundtable discussions. And we get into subjects, subjects that the kids are dealing with today. One of my friends, Drew, has a son who goes to a high school in Los Angeles in which there were, last year, nine teenage suicides. Ooh. So that's that's really, 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 really shocking to me. Mm. And I just, my life now is about trying to help kids with their live their dreams. So that's what I'm doing at CBS, and it's flourishing, and what we're going to be doing is doing webisodes that we're going to put on the net to help um, all over the world, kids that are going through the same problems that these kids are going through. So it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I'm enjoying it so, so much. Good stuff. Good stuff. Boy, you are not slowing down one iota. Last year, I think, was uh, the year you came out with Dear Carrie, My Life with Cary Grant. Oh, yeah. It's still hot and heavy. I'm traveling to Phoenix in a few weeks. And then, actually, I'm going to Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. They're bringing me to Toronto to speak um, in March. I think March 3rd. Um well, we'll we'll have to and, get we'll uh, have to get and, together and have some have some brownies. Where do you live? Toronto area. Oh, oh my gosh, that's where I'll be. I know. That's where I'll be, and it's uh, actually now a New York Times bestseller, and People Magazine listed it uh, on their list of uh, top ten books. 
you know, that's a, that's a part of your life that you and I haven't talked about a whole lot. Um, but you have you have poured your heart out in this book. You really, uh, uh, you know, they say uh, held no punches. I, I, I get all that. The marriage was in '65, was it '65? Whatever. You got to get the book to to read it. <laughs> but the point the point is this. Yes. It was. It's not a bash and carry Grant book. It's a book about the journey of a heart, and I don't think there's anyone listening to your show that hasn't had a broken heart. We've all entertained, willingly or unwillingly, broken hearts. And this book is about a big broken heart, Hmm. two broken hearts, how I recovered, how God led me out of the pit. And um, it's, you know, I was so thrilled, Drew, because... um, Publishing is, is a curious thing, you know. And when you and when you publish a book, I didn't know this because this was my first book. But when you publish a book, um, there's a lot that goes into it. And I'm 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 just I was dealing with Harper Collins, who's amazing, and it's about love. Got it. And it's about what we do when we have our hearts broken. Speaking of love, I think one of the reasons, and correct me if I'm wrong, as I know you will, if uh, one of the reasons you've taken so long to come out with a book about uh, your marriage to Cary Grant was, you know, you had to get to a stage in your life where you would process some things, and so that you didn't come out with sort of a, uh, you know, saying things in a book that would maybe hurt people or be hurtful or, or whatever. Is that fair? Oh, no, this isn't a bashing Cary Grant right. book at all. Right, this that's is, what I mean. It, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. People Magazine did a four-page article on me um, when the book first came out, and so I wasn't allowed to do any other publicity until their article came out. And when I saw the title, their headline of, their, of that four-page spread on me, it said, Loving Cary Grant. Hmm. Well, I have to tell you. That was a hard part of writing this book for me, because I didn't want to take the stars out of people's eyes for him. He's loved. He's loved all over the world, and rightfully so. He's an amazingly wonderful man. But this is different when you have a relationship with someone and it doesn't work out. We've all been there. And I think the reason the book has done so well is because it's about the little things that go south when you're in a relationship and the things we all have to work on. And um, so when People Magazine called it Loving Cary Grant, I knew I'd achieved my goal because they don't always do that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Well, didn't didn't uh, uh, Jennifer come out with a book about... Uh, she did, uh, yeah. About Daddy as well? A wonderful book. A really wonderful book. Right. Jennifer, for those of, of your audience who don't know, is my daughter. And um, a beautiful girl who's just had her second baby. And I'm called a go-go. What does that mean? Go-go? Yeah. I go. I go-go. <laughs> okay. I go. I go. Go-go-go. I go-go. I'm go-go. <laughs> okay. Instead of Drew, uh, instead of grandmother. Oh, I got it. Okay. Sorry. I missed that. <laughs> That's sick. <Duh. laughs> Sorry, sorry. Never been the sharpest guy in the universe. Um, yeah. Well, she, now her her firstborn uh, is about three or four right now. Three and a half now. Huh? There you go. There you go. And another one just so now. Beautiful. Now the 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 uh, the second one that must have been pretty recent. That's a month or so ago. Two months ago. There you go. Wow. Well, you're on top of it. 
I know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. Um, Okay, so listen, uh, I want to tell everybody um, uh, just a little inside scoop here. Uh, When when I I was down in L.A. last time, you were so kind and and had had me over. We had a lovely conversation. And I've got to say, you have just an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, and might I say, gorgeous and still modest place. Um, And I think that speaks volumes of your heart and who you are. Do, do you understand? I think that's really who you are. You are gorgeous and modest. How's that work? Well, I like that. I like that idea. Oh, that's an interesting observation from my from my place, huh? You, do they well, get, do you, they get wrong? I, for, the, for the people who are listening and don't know, I have a. I bought a place that had um, three bedrooms and a den, and I knocked down all the walls and made it into kind of a loft. Very comfortable. It's just like one big room except for my bedroom. Actually, Julie Christie was the one that inspired that. Um, Julie Christie, the amazing actress in London, she had a big loft, and I thought, oh, what a wonderful way to live. I come from a five-bedroom house, and uh, I have to tell you, I like this so much better. Yeah, no, it's it it really is uh, beautiful and and modest. And but what is not modest though is your sound system. You have a kick butt sound system. You like that, huh? Yeah. Well, you, uh, you know, you like your music. You know, grooving. Yeah, I shaking. do. I do. We had some praise and worship, didn't we? <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, listen, I I I want to thank you for. You know, you've always been very approachable with me, and you and I, you know, we, we know each other from a distance. We've had a, a, a couple of uh, times where we've uh, gotten a little closer, but, you know, you, know, you really are gracious. And uh, and I know that, you know, being the, the crazy in love with Jesus woman that you are, that the church has not been good to you. Uh, and I don't mean that, maybe that's not the right way to say it. You have had, you've been crapped on by a lot of Jesus people. forgotten that. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what I've learned. Um, a lot of people call themselves a lot of things. I don't go by labels anymore, Drew. I don't go by labels. Um, Christian, Jew, Buddhist, whatever it is you call yourself. I want to see the fruit to your labor. I want to see how you live your life. I want to see how kind you are, giving, loving, compassionate. Um Yes, that happened, and it was very tough because I wasn't um, holding my meetings in a way that they thought I should, which is okay. You know, they can they can complain, but look what they did to Jesus, you know. Hmm. So uh, what was he trying to do? He was just trying to go around helping, wasn't he? Wasn't he just trying to go around helping people? I think there was a bit of that that went down, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, I I have forgiven them. Um, it's If you're going to be an independent thinker in the world, you're going to pay a price. Would you agree with that? Uh, I've experienced that. You've experienced that, haven't you? Just a tad. But see, I think that I think that God is love. And, and that, those aren't just Diane's thoughts, but that's what the Word of God says, that God is love. And I think unless we're um, living that, really living that, then um, it's not worth much, Hmm. this life. I like how you boil it down. 
Well said, Diane. Uh, her book, folks, is Dear Carrie, My Life with Carrie Grant. Apparently she's coming to Toronto in, around March or something. We'll keep our eye out for you. And uh, as always, I know it's only been twice you've been on our show, but I'd like to say, as always, it is just a pleasure to talk with you. You're a gem. It's always so good to talk to you, Drew. You're such a, you're, you're a hero. You're just a wonderful being who I love and adore. And let's be in touch so that we can see each other when I come to Toronto. For sure. Definitely for sure. Thank you, Diane. All right. And hello to all those wonderful people in Canada. I love those folks up there. I've spent a lot of time there, and they're such warm, wonderful people. Yes, most of us are. Uh, of course, we're not talking about Quebec. Listen, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, darling. Thank you, Diane. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I've got to take another stint back down there, and she's coming up here, so looks like we're going to get together again soon. Folks, Diane Cannon. Ah, she's a fun one. Short break on our show. Hey, folks, I want to tell you about the Drew Marshall Show 1250 special. You ready for this? For 1250, that's right, only $12.50, we'll mention your organization's name, website, and a brief description. Did you catch that? During each show, we'll read out your organization's name, website, and a brief description for only $12.50. Now, obviously, there's no point in doing that only once during a four-hour show, so we'll read your advertisement four times per show for an entire month, and each time we do it, it'll only cost you $12.50. It's kind of like putting an advertisement up on every church bulletin in the GTA, except you don't have to get permission from that grumpy old lady at the front desk. Now look, because there are limited spots available for our 1250 special, why don't you call us right now, toll free on 877-JOY-1250. Now sure, we're right in the middle of things here in the show, but if you call us right now, toll free on 877-JOY-1250, we'll take your name and number and call you back on Monday to sign up for the Drew Marshall Show 1250 special. This is nuts. Are you sure we want to do this? How am I supposed to make any money? <laughs> 